welcome to the Chile Today podcast. I'm Bethany Francis. And I'm Lenny Kluge. We're two immigrants living in Chile talking about Chilean news, cultural events, travel, business, and more. If you want to support our podcast, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash the Chile Today podcast. That's one word, www.patreon.com slash the Chile Today podcast. Are we recording again? Oh, I never stopped. Never stopped. Jesus, Mary Don't stop recording. Okay. Stop with the... Okay, no more music references today, okay? No more. So anyway, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, it's hot. It's very hot in, in, in Santiago. Uh, Chile is on fire. It's, yeah. it's a little picante. It's burning. Yeah, and not the way it was burning like three months ago. Burning in a different way. Worse. Yeah, yeah it was, it was like, what, like last south. week, within like two days, it was like... like Fire is breaking out all over to the south. Fi- to be clear, not bombs. Because yeah, that no, was, no, again, no, three no, months we... ago. <laughs> what? Because the Araucania. No. Oh. Yeah. Different crisis. Um, but yeah, I'm good. My nephew was born almost two weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm officially a Tia. I have, like, nieces and nephews that are not, like, blood. But this is my first. I guess not even <laughs> blood. Blood. That weird. That's this is still not my blood. It's my sister-in-law. But yeah, he's cute. He's a baby. He he eats and poops and sleeps. And cries. His name's Benjamin. There you go. Benjamin, welcome to this world. Benjamin. Welcome to the world that was literally be, on fire. You won't be able to afford a house. <laughs> no, I hope that you can maybe afford to have a roommate someday. Wouldn't there you that go. Be swell. Um, but I'll love you and support you. I guess as long as you're not a fascist. There you go. There you go. Um. So yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. Been having a s- struggle with movie stars. I just told you off of Mike. Oh yeah, internet. One week internet, and it's already dropped, and I'm already hating movie star. But then again, like, what else do you expect from internet providers in this country? So Apparently, bitter. we have the the best internet in Latin America. The fastest. Yes. Oh, sorry, the fastest. Yeah, not necessarily the best. No. Like, what it works is the fastest. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. So there's that. So the key here that I have learned about internet in Chile is everybody is. When you say, oh, I have VTR, movie star, monkey, or whatever, everybody's always like, oh, it's the worst. You should switch. And you switch, and it's just the same. Just never switch. Yeah. Well, just never yeah. switch. Welcome, just stay. Welcome to the suck. Just, just tolerate <laughs> it. That's what it is, yeah. Improvise. Learn. I think that's the best advice I could give anybody that moves to Chile. Yeah. Be flexible and learn to you improvise. Know, here's the thing. Okay, like internet service might suck here. But then on the other hand, like uh, cell phone plans are just so incredibly cheap if you compare oh, to yeah. other countries. Like, for the fir- like in my new place, for the first couple of weeks, I didn't even have internet. It was like, I don't need it because I got like 100 gigabytes on my phone. So I just do a hotspot. And yep, just... and use your film and use your, yeah. My oh, internet, good. Yeah. somebody, I don't know what if they were drunk or whatever. Somebody like ran into a, um, uh, an electric pole over here near my apartment and all of the internet on my block went out for a day and because oh, I do classes somebody in a car <laughs> I, I, I just imagine somebody like like walking into the pole like <laughs> and all the internet went away it like, it's very fragile you, you like her like cartoonish sound effects or whatever <laughs> slipping on a banana <laughs> <laughs> Mario? Okay. No, wasn't that goofy? I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe it was goofy. I should know better. What's the Mario? Because <laughs> he goes Yahoo. No, he does. Yes, he does. What? Yes, he does. Yahoo. 
Somebody tell us in the call. Yes, see, Pinguino. See, he knows. Uh, yeah, You're too old. You're too old. You didn't You're have it. You're old in enough. Okay, well, I grew up on the N64, which is when Mario started making noises. Okay? Okay, well, I grew up on the NES. I know, but he wasn't making noises then. Yeah, it was the only thing that was happening. It's me. I mean, it's... Yeah, we're gonna get it was sued. less than 15 seconds. It's fine. So anyway, uh, welcome to the Chile Today podcast. We're a very serious <laughs> news <up> Mario. <laughs> news podcast um, from Chile, if you're just tuning in. Um, and so we present our news. I have news today. He's going to talk about lithium. But yes. before we get into that, we have an event coming up. <clears throat> it's this upcoming weekend once you're listening to this. It's Bilingual Trivia Night. It's on the 18th. You can get teams of up to four people, um, or you can come alone and we can stick you on a team. And it starts at eight. If you want to play, if you want to reserve a team or a table, you can message us or email us, chilitoday at gmail.com or on our Instagram or Facebook, and we can get you a table set up. Now, if you want to play, it might be good to reserve a table because the space is very limited and it's a very popular event. So even if you're thinking, like, I'll go alone, it's still a good idea to maybe like send a send an email to us reserving a table, uh, but it's a lot of fun. You can win prizes, meet new people. It's a really good way to meet new people because you could be like on somebody else's team, and yeah. suddenly you're best friends with all the other people. You don't want to reserve a table, but you still want to go. Just message you can just sh- because you then we know you want to go, and maybe there are a couple of more people we can yeah. meet you up with. You know? Yeah, just send us a message. We're we're, we're pretty friendly. Um, yeah. yeah. So also with that, if you're a patron then you will get a discount on the price of the table. So it's 10,000 pesos a table, but of course, hopefully you're going to have four people to the table. You can split that among the people. However, if you're a patron on our Patreon, you get a discount on that team price. So you should join our Patreon. It's really cool. We just posted our tips for the month because every month we post tips of like how to live or visit Chile. It was random tips, which sounds um, random, random, but like some like kind of good things like... Uh, that you should not ketchup is not in a red bottle here it's always in a green bottle such a mind fuck yeah because the hot sauce is in a red bottle so like a lot of people are like oh french fries ketchup nope so these are useful random tips to know when you come to chile but we have all sorts of things like the best applications you can download again you get freebies um lots of different releases also want to say give a shout out to dave our newest patron yeah, hey dave. dave it was it's really good been talking to you actually i haven't been talking to you lenny's been talking to you um but i've been reading your messages and i feel like i've been talking to you so hi dave One big family. yeah so join us on our patreon if you like our content to support us um you get stuff out of it but also just if you want to support us and what we do because we really love doing this and it's a lot of work and we love you guys even if you don't want to do that just for listening thanks for listening so uh focusing we're gonna do a a lot of news but we're gonna focus a lot on the fires because it's uh, it's very important and a lot of a lot has been happening um so if you don't know we've had devastating fires in the south so if you were living here in 2017 um you probably remember those fires and how we had to get brigades from all over the world to come help because we our chilean firefighting system is completely volunteer Mm. um which 
I'm actually going to talk about that first. So right now the firefighting system is sort of collapsing and we are bringing people, we have, we are bringing people, hundreds of people right now from other countries. I think we have people from Colombia, Portugal, yeah. España, um, but um, it kind of sucks because um, we have about 5,600 firefighters that are fighting these wildfires, but the authorities, the government, is pretty frustrated because since these are volunteers, a lot of their employers are not allowing them to leave work right. to go fight these fires. Right. And so the agricultural minister, Esteban Valenzuela, um, who is the new liaison to the Newle region, which is on fire, um, was really upset that um, in expressing his you know discontent with the fact that this is like people are dying and um, that we need help and employers are like no you you can't get off work to literally save people's lives mm. um, and the fires are in the Newle, the Bio Bio and the La Arocanía region mainly. So this minister told um, the Radio Cooperativa that fire units are being withdrawn from three regions not only because of fatigue yeah. because like obviously this has been going on for, uh, for the better part of a week yeah which doesn't sound like a long time but if you if you mm, like there 24 7 24 7 you know <laughs> um but now that you more people are starting to try to volunteer yeah the employers are not respecting these these things and actually there there are governmental um governmental supports in place so that if there's a crisis like the, this that mm. happens, that the employers should be letting their employees go and help also, with this. Guys, we're in February. Nothing's happening. Nobody's there. Nothing's like no, happening. Nothing, Nobody's no. <laughs> we, our economy loses billions of dollars every February, and then we just accept it. Just let people, <laughs> like, just let, let the people, people go. go. I just, it doesn't. So it, anyway, we're losing support within Chile itself. So... I feel like we maybe should do a whole episode on firefighters. Yeah, yeah I mean, I just—I think I told you guys I had a meeting with a with a fifth company a few weeks ago uh, for my job, and we, I was curious, and I talked a little bit about them. I talked. I talked a little bit. Uh, I talked a little bit about, uh, to them about like how how the whole system works, about the financing, and they were like, "Yeah, like we're basically financed by." Uh, um, contributions, you know, and mm -hmm. he's like, we are pay actually paying because if you want to be a firefighter here, a voluntary firefighter, you have to pay your dues. Yep. It's like, we are paying to be able to do this job to yeah. put out fires. And actually there was this, 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 uh, the, the captain of the fifth company, he still, he was supposed to send me something via email. And I was like, send him a reminder the other day. He's like, Hey, don't forget about that. It was like, I was like, I am very aware that I still need to send you that email, but I'm a bit busy now with the fires going on in the oh, yeah. like I totally get that. Back yeah, to yeah, work, yeah. you know? Yeah, and you'll see... Um, so, again, I think we should do a whole episode on this. The, so the, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, they should just, you know, like create this as an official part of a, a job, being a firefighter. But yeah. there's a lot of pushback for a lot of different reasons that we will not get into now, maybe for a different episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously... They are trying to combat this because, um, so, so they can have some more more support. So these are some of the deadliest uh, deadliest fires, not necessarily the most massive, but some of the most deadliest fires in Chile's history. Um, so there have been over three hundred fires so far, one hundred and seventy still to be contained. That was of today, which is the the tenth. So 
The estimate, though, that the government has given again today was that they won't be able to like put out all the fires until mid-March. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's more than a month. Yeah. That's like imagine the amount of agriculture, homes. People have lost their homes, right. their lives, you know, but like everything, and you know their the livelihoods. Irony? You know the irony about this whole thing? I don't know if you're going to talk about this. Like while the south is on fire, the north is underwater. That always, yeah. It's just crazy. Like, it's like, really, just sit some rain down there. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's, it's crazy. So the death toll on February 7th, I haven't gotten an updated number, was 26. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, that, 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 you know, it, it's, it's just been a, a catastrophe. And, um, it says that more than 290,000 hectares as of today have been, um, destroyed within that within just this week over a thousand a hundred and forty five homes have been destroyed Mm. it's just like so intense and so sad um related to this president boric has announced the application of curfews in the affected areas so i was actually little confused about the curfews i'm still a little confused about the necessity of curfews yeah i haven't really written much into let me it, let me fill you in on oh, okay. what they've told me ah, okay. and what they've told me i mean what i've read right so um boric right now is in the comuna of or he was as of like he been he's everywhere right he's on the ground yeah. he's like flying all around trying to like he gets do completos for free yeah <laughs> well he deserves he is like say what you want about boric but that man is on boots on the ground yeah. right now yeah. literally Very boots on the ground man. just hero president man okay so <laughs> oh, it's so hot man. Um, nothing hotter than a bearded <laughs> man with tattoos helping people like just tell me what's hotter than that. that. That is a very specific definition of hot, but okay. <laughs> Helping fight fires. It's like the dream. Okay. Um, as I asked to, like, as I asked to my straight friend across from me. Okay. Um, so he was in the Comuna of Santa Juana, which is one of the comunas that has been most devastated by the fires. He was there on Wednesday, so I guarantee he's not there anymore. So he had visited a local shelter that they have had constructed along with the mayor, Ana Albornoz, um, in, who is the regional and the regional governor, sorry, the mayor, Ana, and the governor, um, Rodrigo Diaz, um, both visited together. And they made a decision while they were there that they would decree a curfew in some of these areas affected and because of the complex climate situation, I don't know if it's because they don't want people breathing the air. Because that's what they said. It's because of this like, difficult climate situation. Yeah, it's very weird. Weird because okay. like, you just in that case, that's just a hazard to yourself, but not to you. Don't pose a hazard to society, so to speak. I don't, I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know why. And the thing is, is the right wing was really pushing this too, which is also like. Really? Okay, so I'll keep, yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep I'm filling because in. Because they want to keep people from, you know, do they think that the delinquents? I don't know. Um, so the um, the Rodrigo Diaz, the governor, said, "I informed the commander in chief of the armed forces that the government considers it necessary to establish curfews to guarantee safety and tranquility of the families that have been affected by the emergency." So this measure can be applied to regions where the state catastrophe governs, that is, in the, com- the comunas of Ñuble, Bio, Bio, and La Arconia. 
So um, the reason, according to this, that they have decreed this, Boric said, we, are talk we're, we were talking about it, we saw the pros and cons, and um, the heads of the national defense are the ones who are going to have specifically determined or made the decision in which provinces are the will be in the state of exception which is like the emergence what's it called in english the state of emergency um and it was decreed at that time constitutionally it's up to them like the national defense to make that announcement and to make that decision and boric is just sort of like the, the mouthpiece mm -hmm. like it's not actually his decision okay. um but they consider it pertinent because they need greater security. So he keeps saying the security, but I'm like, again, like, what do you, because you think people are going to start, I just have questions. Like, do you think more people are going to start fires? I mean, it's kind of like, do you a, think people are going to get hurt from the fires? I mean, if people going to get hurt from the fires. That's not enough of a reason to, to set up a curfew because it, it's not like that's their own responsibility you know what i'm saying if you yeah. want to keep people like it would make it's sense not to like me a pandemic they say, thing. you know what there are bad apples here like just like don't go out and don't go putting on fire because that's kind of like an open secret not an open secret but an it's like secret. it's it's consensus that most of these fires were actually um but yes and no because th like the okay so I say yes and no because they know some of them have been started, but some of them you can't – they think people started, but they've also been talking about a lot of the ones that they thought people had started have been started by people but by accident. Yeah. So, so it's some, like there's some... there's no – there's not really a discussion about w what fault, like mm -hmm. the quantification in the legal system of fault here, yeah. whether it's starting it on purpose or being irresponsible. There's like a really weird blur there. So everybody's like, "Oh, these fires are all being started by people," but not always, not always on purpose, right. and I nobody's still, talking about I that. Mean, it would, in a way, I would see the reasoning behind that, because you could also say maybe just too stupid to know what you're doing, like like so stay at home and don't even accidentally put on a fire. But then also, like for me, constitutionally, that doesn't hold up. Like you cannot confine people to the houses because you put them under a general suspicion of what they might be doing I, I, like I, with, with, with corona would make a little bit more sense to me because like yeah, you don't want to be infected then you don't want to pass it on just everybody stays home and and that was a very exceptional yeah. literally yeah. like situation and i i think oh, honestly yeah. chile handled it pretty well but we're not honestly, there anymore you know what like since this also includes the araucania region it, it has it, a, it has yeah a, no the it's kind of a cop-out it sounds like it well here here's the thing so I'm a bit conspiracy theorist the, right now but the representatives of Chile Vamos and the Republican Party, the right-wing parties, were the ones who were specifically putting pressure on Boric and held a meeting with Camilo Vallejo, who is the... I always forget what, what her so role is called. Secretary, Secretary State, No, no, no. She's the... like the, 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 the spokesperson. Ah, there you go. Postponed the spokes... wedding. Aww. And because of that, she was supposed to get hitched in February now. Well, you know what? That's what you should do as a government representative. Like, you, like yes, queen. we, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but the governments of all these countries that claim to be democracies, if you take on that role, you have a bigger responsibility. And she has enough money, so like, put off your like. It's not, you know. And she's fucking Camila Vallejo. Every single venue or whatever in the world is gonna be like, please get married here. And she's amazing. I yeah, love her, and she's wonderful. For maybe country clubs and people. <laughs> <laughs> I think they still would. They take her money. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. there is a lot of people that you know 
really like her because she's really hot and really smart. So anyway, so um, it was very much pushed by the right wing, which again kind of makes me feel like because it was pushed by the right and not by the left, it does make me feel like there's this little bit like the delinquents need to stay yeah. inside rather than like health concerns. Yeah, and also Araucanía is still a shit show, you know. Yeah, and so. if you don't know, that's because that's where the indigenous conflict has been going on. We have an episode about that. Check it out. Um, anyway, so while he was in Santa Juana, um, our president highlighted the work of the firefighters, the brigade members, military personnel, various teams who have been collaborating and as also the public, um, but he is also telling the public, be very careful and avoid situations that could cause fires, which one of the things I think is, I, I do think there needs to be education in place because I don't think people know how to start a campfire and put it out properly here or like they don't realize that that cigarette could start a wildfire like i think that there's i think that there needs to be better i mean they have one here but i think yeah but like i think it needs yeah yeah they have one yeah but i think he needs to be fired and replaced by a different animal (laughs) he needs to be fired burn him (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, replace him by, like, a little condor or something. Condorito? People would totally pay attention to Condorito if he was, like, teaching about fires. Yeah. If I see him in the fire, plop. <laughs> oh, that's a beaver. He, 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 he's not a beaver. Like, what is Quipo. it, then? Is what? It's a How do you say that in English? I don't know. It's, it's native to Chile. It's a Chilean beaver. I guess. It's some sort of um, rodent. Okay, so anyway. It's a beaver adjacent. It has teeth. So, Boric said there are some stubborn people here who have continued. I think he used the word egoista, so that could be like stubborn or selfish. selfish yeah. It's more, more, more selfish. Than yeah, but the the context when I like trying to translate it said stub. Okay, whatever. People here who have continued to carry out high risk activities, for example, mowing the grass with a machine. Like, uh, with a lawnmower, can actually generate sparks. Yeah. And again, people don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but because we're in a drought and how easy it can be to start these fires, people have to be educated. So that's that's just Bethany's, like, soapbox. Education is always the answer. So he said, I make an insistent call for people to comply and pay attention um, and listen to emergency personnel. Um. So, um, 70% of Santa Juana has been burned. Isn't that insane? a lot. So, the head of state also warned that adverse weather conditions have also contributed and are going to continue to make it harder and harder to fight these fires. So, he said it's going to be very difficult for Chile. Um, The weather conditions are not with us. We're going to have high temperatures, low humidity, and are going to have winds. Therefore, I want to insist on the call to responsibility. It's summer here. People are doing barbecues. Like, he didn't say that. That's me saying it. And I do think that there is, again, like, everybody, quote, unquote, knows how to do a barbecue. barbecue. And it's like, um, but do you know how to put out a fire? Like, I remember being taught, like, how to properly put out a fire in, like, the yeah. forest by Smokey Bear. Like, I remember it. Not Smokey the Bear. Maybe we should make a YouTube. That's for our patrons. I'm going to teach you all how to properly put out a campfire. I'm going to do that. So you're going to dress up as an animal? <gasps> I would. 
hey, patrons, if you guys want me to do it, just let me know. Ten dollar level. I'll dress up like a. Everything I'll, has a price. I'll, dr- I'll dress up as whatever animal you want me to. I'll do Pikachu. I don't care. And I'll teach you how to put out fire. Okay. Pikachu causes fires. <laughs> oh, I could jump out. I could dress up as Charmander. Y'all are not yeah, crazy about that sending, idea. You sending the, the the wrong message here. Squirtle what? Yeah. Oh, Squirtle! Yeah. Boris's favorite uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. It's his starter. My starter is Bulbasaur. What's your starter? I never played. Pokemon. How Jerry? Fuck you. Okay, so Charizard. That's not a starter. I mean, sorry. Okay, both of you guys get off. Get out of my house with your like. Charmander. Non knowledge of. This. Poke anyway. things. Pokemon. I like Pokemon. So. I like Pokeballs. How anyway? Continuing on with the important things. So we are not trying to make light of this catastrophe. We just don't know how to deal with our feelings. Okay, I people have listened to us before and be like, "Y'all are joking too much. This is sad." And I'm like, "You are right, and I'm sorry, but I have not been through quite enough therapy to really know how to deal with my emotions." So there's anyway. Anyway, so the decree um, that has been. Um, decreed by Boric, has also um, authorized the use of the requisition of tools, machinery, and water, if necessary, from businesses. Um, oh my god, expropriations! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, but people are dying, so there's that. Uh, also, this pissed me off. So, the firefighters were going around to rich people's houses who have swimming pools and asking to use the water from their swimming pool, and the rich people were like, no. Okay, I, Did saw, you see I, saw, that? I saw a cartoon today who alluded to that, but I didn't have that background information. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I was just like, your house might burn down if you don't let them use that. Also, fuck you. Like, I don't care if your house burns down. Like, like, I don't care. I'll be just the pool. use the pool water. Um, and that's all I got to say about fires right now. Do you have anything to contribute that you've read about fires? Well, I've not, not read, but like. Oh, I forgot that Boric has a plan to um, rehouse. Um, the people displaced by the fires by, by giving he's already establishing a plan of, of housing and um, payments to people to make sure that they have um, some stability okay wow what is that well apparently we had a um, how do they call it superavit the Budget. Oh, the tank. Oh, wait, no. No, 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 no. I have other like, thoughts. No, There's no, so much like, information no, here. No, because I'm just sorry. Like, my, my train of thought was just like, man, that's a lot of projects you got going. That's a lot of spending. This man. But apparently, we still have, and I read this new piece of news today, that we have like a, a surplus in the in the budget yeah. uh, this year. So apparently, there, there's, there's, there's the money. No, so about the fires, um, nothing that I read, something that I heard, like also a bit conspiracy theory. Oh my God. You're going to, okay, it, just know you're, you're putting that out in the world. Yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my CUA here. So like, uh, but it kind of makes sense if you think about it. <laughs> Dude, like just open your eyes, just, man. Uh, don't be a sheep. <laughs> don't be a sheeple. Um, no, so like that, that guy was just like, look, it's, it's kind of likely that a lot of these fires that were, um, did he say you lay a fire and you put on a fire? How you, what, what's even the Started a fire? Started a fire. There we you go. Thank you. Start a fire. fire. Hey, you taught me to stop it with the music references here. Okay. I really <laughs> I, held back. I really held back. I Not can make music references. Oh, you can make me special. Anyway. I am. So, so this guy was just like, okay, like we know that a lot of these fires were started intentionally and. Oh yeah. They've like, arrested 28 people. I forgot right, to mention that already. There. Is that like it's also likely that also a lot of the the forestry uh, companies 
are behind that because oh, they yeah. want to burn down the native woods because they have they need the space to plant the pino tree, which uh, grows which is a lot extremely faster. flammable. Well, that too. No, 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 no. The other way around. They were like, okay, they're probably burning down the native woods so they can make space to just actually oh, yeah, plant yeah, yeah. the pino trees because the pino pine, trees are a lot pine more, trees sorry, for... pine, yeah, the pine trees because they are a lot more profitable. No, but they that, grow that's that's not a so conspiracy. So. There have been there have been um, they admitted to it. No, no, no. There have been empresas, businesses where people have been caught starting fires, mm. like where they found like the incendiary devices and gasoline and like all of those kinds of things in like trucks of people who worked for yeah, these right. companies. Like that's not, I'm not saying that's how these fires got started, yeah. but that is very, very much a thing that has and happened. And also the pine trees. I mean, since we're talking about the pine trees, the, the, the trees that burn very easily, I think you're talking about the eucalyptus. It's which both is of also, them. Uh, we have okay. an entire episode back like in season like one of this. If you in front of a burning eucalyptus tree, at least just going to be like, I can breathe again, you know? <laughs> that's probably going to be a Echinacea. side effect. Echinacea. No, we have an entire episode back in season burning one trees. when Alicia was with us about how... That you can listen to. I would love to get into it again because it's so fascinating. But how, like, the reason one of the reasons we have forest fires as horrible as we do is because of Pinochet. So listen to that episode. It's great. Pinos and Pinochet. Okay, Pinguino was also corroborated my story about the 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 people who were arrested in Arcania that were from the the wood company. They make wood. Um, Don't say the name just in case. Uh, and that was in 2020. So yeah. Uh, where he corroborated big lumber <laughs> big lumber i mean really because they want to like like lenny said they want to wipe out the native trees which is really sad because our trees are already super like endangered and put these trees that are really actually invasive and very bad um anyway there's an episode about that so that's all i got on fires but i got other things other things are happening fires. in the in the country um so, there also one of the good things, we were talk continuing in the Araucanía region, I, I don't have much about floods right now, right. but continuing in the Araucanía region, violence has actually dropped 43% in 2022 versus yeah. 2021. Which is good. That's good. So, again, if you want to know more about that conflict, yeah. Again, if you want to know more about that conflict, check out our episode about the uh, Araucanía region and the Mapuche conflicts, um, I think from season two. So, um, as I said, 43% dropped compared to 2021, and this was according to um, the Regional Prosecutor's Office and their framework of its public account. According to the figures reported, crimes related into this context went from 977 in 2021 to 561 in 2022. Um, and these numbers, I think, were published last week. So Roberto Garrido, who is the regional prosecutor, stated that there may he has several hypotheses, hypothesi, hypotheses. I think you're right to explain that decrease. And in his opinion, there are two pillars to consider. The first is the preventative actions that have been carried out by the carabineros, the police, and the army. And taking into account the region spent much of last year under state of emergency, um, um, and so because of that, that has that has helped, he oh, believes, yeah. okay. the state of emergency so, and like the extra, the extra military force that's there. He yeah. also said another pillar would be the persecution policies that have been implemented in the region regarding some of these this phenomena. He says that it has been determined, for example, that the arrest of people linked to violent groups, as likewise the persecution of criminals, 
um, that have generated these acts of violence regarding theft of wood, drug trafficking, and infringement of um, weapons. So I guess like harsher penalties, well, that's exactly what it is, harsher penalties for certain crimes. Right. Um, so theft and damages were the crimes that were decreased the most, and they decreased by 74%. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, um, so homicides and armed attacks by 7%. That's not a lot. That's not nearly as much as theft. Yeah. So um, anyway, but it is good news, right? Seven um, is a bigger number than seven. So the application specifically of the new law against the theft of wood um, could have a, a big impact going into the future um, because it begins with the... What am I trying to say? This says usurpation, which I don't think would be the right word here. Um, it's very controversial because the Mapuche believe that the wood that's being cut down in that specific region is like is from land that belongs to the Mapuche yes, people. It's, it's it's their land. It's their wood, and so by putting so it's very common to steal that for them to steal that wood like it was a common like protesting kind of situation yeah because they don't see it as stealing yeah they believe it's just taking back what's theirs and also wood in chile is actually very very expensive so if you steal wood you can sell it for a very very high price um so now that there are really harsher punishments specifically aimed towards that apparently that's gone down um Uh, obviously they believe that they're not satisfied that the the problem has been resolved in the region, but it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, but um, I mean, if you have like, like the army on the streets and curfews and like, then yeah, that doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. So there have been more calls for moving forward to have more public services and investments and state infrastructure to continue on. Are you going to sneeze too? No, no, I just had to yawn and I must have looked like a cow. Like, you yeah. looked real weird. You looked what like you were crying. Uh, more good news. Yay. More good news. Chile has officially been recategorized as a true democracy. Oh, uh, you heard about that, yeah. Yeah, the US isn't right now. <laughs> I think it's still in the category <laughs> like two that's below years that. After Trump. Yeah, I think it's still the category below that which is I think democracy at risk, something like that. Also like what I just said that they have like a budget like budget surplus and also they got a bigger Moody ratings. Uh, and they were just like Moody was just like you got stable institutions, all's good, you know? It's like there's Oh, but that's not the reason that this happened. You know, but it kind of I think it's like kind of like a side effect. It all, it all, oh. it's it's all in the same vein as what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, well, according to this article, one of the reasons why Chile has returned to a true democracy, quote unquote, is because of the the, the constitutional process. It was very evident that this country has been taking many steps towards pure democracy with the most democratic constitutional process that has ever existed, for better or for worse. Mm. We still don't have any constitution, but for better or for worse, that exists. And um, actually the only other countries that re- reached the standard of Chile of a true democratic system. Well, let me guess, Sweden, Finland. No, 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 in Latin America. Oh, okay, damn it, Uruguay. Uruguay is one of them. Guess uh, the next one. Costa Rica. In Costa Rica. Yeah, look at you, <laughs> Uruguay and Costa Rica. They're the only other two countries that are considered true democracies. Take um, that, Senegal. No wait. <laughs> take that, Guyana. <laughs> Guyana. Take that, Rancagua. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, so, right. So, those countries, those Chile went up, China, Russia went down. I don't think anyone's surprised yeah, there. Really. Um, but that's where yeah, U.S. is still like teetering on not quite a true democracy yet. Um, <laughs> thanks, Trump. <laughs> thanks, January sixth. Um, okay. So, other good news. Trying to keep with the good news. So. Brazil, Mexico, Chile, and Germany have a new green bond project, mm -hmm. um, which is really great. So if you don't know, Brazil has a new president, um, and he's the new leftist. Old. The new old president. Like, he was the president before, and now he's president mm -hmm. again, with a little pause in between. With a weird voice. You get this really rough. You ever heard him talk? I have, but I don't think I, like, noticed his voice. Oh. I mean, again, he's probably speaking Portuguese, so I'm just like, my brain's not, like getting anything anyway yeah no he he speaks like he sounds like he just swallowed sandpaper don't put that visual in my head ouch yeah. okay so anyway brazil now has a leftist president and pushing a lot towards like you know deforestation like well anti-deforestation yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry the previous president we need less trees trees are the oppressors <laughs> Starting a, starting a war against the end. So, oh no, <laughs> don't do that. They will fuck you up. He's in guard, here we come. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Lula da Silva, who is the, the president, he has pledged to fight deforestation. And he's, um, his first step was to make this green bond. Now, Bolsonaro, the fascist president before him, Said he was gonna do but it. He was actually fascist. Like, like we, no, like we use like, that term like, lightly, no, but he but was no, actually like fascist. A, like a Nazi crazy person. Um, like ugh, bad. So he was encouraging deforestation for you know, you know, for um, business reasons. Which, if you know anything about the Amazon rainforest, we kind of need that as a planet to survive. Yes, sort and of. Bolsonaro was like, but money. Um, and so. The countries I mentioned, um, Mexico, Germany, Colombia, Chile, Brazil, are setting up a framework of linked measures with um, the finance ministers to create this bond to try to support each other to support the Amazon rainforest. I haven't heard of that. Uh -huh. It just happened like this week. Huh. Huh. Um, so basically Lula is trying to reverse it. Stuff that Bolsonaro did. Um, the goal is to build a robust framework that will serve as a reference for an active and constant presence. Uh, they also believe that by doing this, it will create more trade between all of the countries, which is another thing, which is really good because uh, Chile has the highest international, between not them, but also like the international. Um, market because they believe that it will help stabilize the trust in Brazil mm -hmm. by like going green has is really like trendy internationally. <laughs> it, I mean, it really is like going by, green is a new black. It's <laughs> going <laughs> green is a new black. It really is like the the more a country starts pushing towards like green deals and things like that, okay. the more foreign investments start com coming because the future is gr green technology. Yes. And so one of the many reasons that Chile has had the most foreign investments this year, not this year, in 2022 yep. since 2015. Yep. So Chile's doing 
pretty good in foreign investments yeah. right now. It's like you would you would remember that time that if, if you go out on the street and you talk to people, it's like everything's going to shit. I'm leaving the country. It's like actually, have you seen the numbers? Remember that time when Boyd got voted president and they were like, "There's no way anybody's gonna want to invest in Chile after a leftist yeah, president." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, be a thousand pesos." And I was like, "Well, how about you calm down?" And again, like I said, Boric being the green president, like that was his, basically his campaign. Literally, was a tree, like the green president, like pushing for all this new green technology. And you're about to talk about lithium. Like yeah. the world's quite interested in Chile and yeah. this whole like very democratic mm-hmm. process and the way that people like democracy. It's sexy. Green is sexy. So that's that's what's happening here. So we're talking about lithium. I didn't know that Evanescence has had a song called Lithium. Nirvana yeah, but her, hers, hers is, yeah, lithium, like, in context of the, the pill, not what we're talking about today. Yeah, I think Nirvana also talked about the... Actually, I got a... I mean, it makes sense why lyrics. Nirvana would talk yeah. about the pill. You think that they're talking about, like, energy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Kurt Cobain was about to get himself a Tesla. <laughs> No, dude. No, 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 probably just, not. Just use, you know, context. Yeah, context. Okay, now, lithium, let's say. Okay, so why lithium? Why lithium? So lithium is also called the white gold because it's really trendy. It's really on vote now. Lithium is needed for a bunch of things. It's needed for pharmaceutical products, as you just insinuated. Is it literally the same thing? Yeah. Okay, like but it's not it's just like, like something with the same name. No, no, it's the same thing, but you use it in different compounds. I mean, you, you don't like... Who was like, eat this, see what happens? Good question. <laughs> who, like, who was like, oh, this will treat but your mental also, illness? Like, greatest heroes. But then also, who figured, out that he could, who figured out that he could eat an artichoke, you know? I mean, it grows from the... Gra- like, it's gr- green. Like, you gotta like, be really hungry to just be like, what part of this can I eat? Yeah, that's how people ate things. They were like, I'm really hungry. What part can I eat? That's yeah. literally how food worked. Yeah, that's probably how they just, somebody stumbled across a lithium mine. I was like, what's this? That's why this country you and know, New Zealand are the like, only countries that eat. a lot more stable. What's going on, you know? There's, this is why this country and the only other country in the world, New Zealand, eat kochayuyu, which is like this disgusting seaweed. Because they were like, can I eat this? Yeah, I fucking, ooh, it's disgusting. You've tried it? No shit. You're Chilean. If you hadn't tried it, I would have been like, the fuck's wrong with you? Like, Chileans, that shit's disgusting. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm very passionate about, yeah, anti-Kochayuyu. I am. I've yeah. been to protest. Stop pushing your anti-Kochayuyu agenda here. So, we're talking about lithium. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I was saying, so lithium is used for a lot of things. Pharmaceutical products, as we just uh, pointed out. Glass and ceramic production. I didn't know that. Air conditioners for some reason. Life okay. vests. I don't know what I brought up that example, but okay. Plastics, polymers. And even it's used in small quantities for processes of uh, nuclear fusion. So I don't know if you remember, there was like a breakthrough like a few weeks ago when it came to nuclear f- fusion. Apparently not. Okay. No, so, I didn't know that. No, you didn't. That was actually big news. They did. They've been trying nuclear fusion forever now, but the thing is they always put in more energy than they got out. And this time they actually... They, re- they flipped it and reversed it. So mm. they got more energy out than they put in on a small level. But like in theory, it's like, that's a great thing. So if this is going to be a thing going forward, then also they're going to need a little bit of lithium for that to make isotopes and stuff like that. Let me say lithium, know, I want to sing. It's science. It's science. It's science. So, but you know, mostly right now, it is science. Okay. Mostly right now, like lithium is... Um, Needed for the production of batteries. Yeah, that's like the the, the sexy thing is, that's going on right now. Enormous, ginormous demand right now because uh, f- 
of the proliferation of electric cars in front of the backdrop of uh, climate change. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing because people was like, we need to stop use. Uh, we need to stop using fuel-powered cars, fossil fuels. So, mm-hmm. what is the immediate solution here? Not the only solution though, but what is the immediate solution? Using battery-powered cars. So batteries use lithium, and this is why we need a lot of lithium right now. Yeah, because we got lithium on this table. Several cars. things with lithium on right. this table. Cell phones. Yeah, and actually, I just wanted to say that it's not only cars. It's also like e-bikes and scooters. And cell phones more and more and tablets laptops. and computers and cell phones and this is also like the demand for these kind of things are rising because like country for china right now it's still growing there are a lot more people crawling out of poverty growing into a solid middle class oh yeah buying more and more like gadgets yeah. they want to have high-tech shit so there's like not only the cars drive the demand but also like these high-end luxury, not necessarily luxury, but high-end technological yeah. items. Techno- as, as technology becomes yeah. more accessible, it, it, yeah. obviously there needs to be more yeah. of it. Yeah, right? as people become more affluent, they're going to be like, okay, I want this, you know? So as a consequence to all of this, like lithium has become incredibly valuable over the last few years. Terrifies like, me. Even more so over the last couple of months. And yeah. This is terrifying to me. Like This is like my nightmare. But the lithium becomes yeah. valuable. Yeah. Why is that your night? That's the weirdest nightmare to have. Because it's like you wake up in a sweat. No. Night. It's like no. Well. No valium is too expensive. Valium, lithium is too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Please elaborate. But um, just mental health meds in general, it's too expensive. Um, not but free. They, so they, they don't use that much lithium anymore for bipolar, do they? Well, no, because it sucks. Apparently, Again, yeah. they just dug something out of the ground and were like, take this, see if it helps. Like, I feel like Shrooms. that's what they did. Sure. I don't know. Like, a LSD, lot of, there apparently. are definitely people, if you're a lithium taker, like, and it works for you, great, but it can also have really, really yeah. bad side effects and, yeah. like, really, like, permanently fuck your brain up. into LSD again, apparently. Yeah, LSD, yeah. No, no, no. I've heard, like, really good things. Yeah, yeah. As long as they're not, you, you know, can... forcing people to take it and do crazy right. shit. Yeah, you, you can, you can, you can. You Who know, would do that? The CIA yeah. literally did it. And you can it's blame not Tim- even a... You can blame con- Timothy Leary for giving LSD a bad rep, too. LSD could have been the best thing ever, and then the CIA Bro. got a hold of it and started pumping it into poor people and people of color. Anyway. So your so nightmare about My nightmare about lithium, lithium is that it is... So, not lithium prices. My nightmare is that Chile has so many lithium reserves that rich countries are going to put their eye on Chile in not a good way. And They already are. That, that's what I'm saying. This is my literal <laughs> nightmare. I'm like, that's please leave my country. As please leave my country alone. I'm that happy so, with my my bearded so president. Your minds to the copper. I'm happy with my bearded president and um and just like my little like kumbaya life here and like helping people. Please don't destroy it. Please don't invade. No more coups, please. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. I mean, there is. I'm not going to talk about this Yeah, today. the German's super casual about it. Of course I am, because, you know... How... The American here knows what's what. Yeah, we're still We've in denial. It. We've done it a lot. We have never done anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not very good at coups. No, they just true. go straight They in. just go straight in. Y'all are much, like, much louder. <laughs> like, just bomb it. Just exactly. bomb it. We don't do subtle. No. Like a blitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. like a blitz. Okay, so no, actually, I'm not going to talk about this. Actually, I failed to mention, I there's 
this is actually I I've done a lot of reading on this whole thing this week and there's a lot more to unpack than I thought. It's a really interesting topic. So and I didn't really have the time to work through all of it. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about it next time. I still need to do some yeah, more work. Yeah, we're probably this is going to be in two parts, yeah, probably, probably, my because friends. You know how I roll. That's how I roll. So um, he rolls, giving you a lot of details of all of yeah. which you wanted to know. That's, of course, about lithium. You know, that's why you pay us. So um, well, I got to say that. Oh yeah, I'm not going to talk about it this time. But actually, next time I'm going to talk a little bit about the fact that there's the, apparently this misconception that lithium is a scarce resource which apparently it isn't no I mean, no no there have been there are, oh, i didn't are, realize that was a misconception no there is this one woman who was actually also on the constitutional convention who also said like it's a scarce resource we need to be careful which no we all, got all, it's, it's, it. it's it's all good i mean like she was standing up for the protection of the salaratacama which is being torn right. apart which, but not for fair, the right reasons which is fair but like there have been a bunch of experts saying it's like no look like people think lithium is a scare it's 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 a strategic resource that's what it is it's really right. important right now but it's not a scarce resource because like it hasn't been that important for that long so people just haven't really cared to look for it right or care to see like okay it's there but how do we extract it i don't know sheila got to return like, had right. a good little return to democracy while people were ignoring lithium now let's see what happens no that's that's what happens when you know Ignore lithium and have returned to democracies, I guess. That's so when people don't want your shit anymore, you can you have time to return to democracy. True that. So Chile is actually one of uh, three countries that is part of the so-called lithium triangle. The other two countries being Argentina and Bolivia. And it is actually estimated now. Hold on to the. It's gonna Hold on to blow your, your yeah, it's gonna blow your socks off. It's estimated that the lithium triangle has uh, has the world's has eighty five percent of the world's lithium reserves. Which makes it the biggest lithium deposit in the world. Like no shit, with eighty five percent. That that's <laughs> yeah. if you don't know math. numbers. I'm really bad at math, but I'm pretty sure eighty five is the majority there. It's it's pretty much a lot big numbers. Yes. That's the majority of a hundred. Yeah. So take that, Mrs. Nicole from my high school. I can math. She's probably listening. Yeah. Yeah. So and within this triangle, which holds eighty-five percent of the lithium reserves, and I've also read other sources like sixty percent. It's all over the place. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's so, a lot, guys. And most of these reserves are uh, on Chilean territory, which makes Chile the country with the biggest lithium reserves worldwide, which is about forty-five percent. And that has also earned Chile the nickname the Saudi Arabia of lithium. I don't like that name. It's it's kind of lame. Please don't. It's lame. It's lame. I don't think it's lame. It's just scary. Yes. So even though Chile has the largest resources of lithium in the world, Chile is only the world's second largest lithium producer after Australia. Australia. Australia, as they say. Probably because Bechape is... Followed by uh, China, Argentina, Brazil, and Zimbabwe. Don't... I don't even know. Zimbabwe! That's the the only country that has, like, more perception of crime than Chile. Of, like, lower crime. There's got to be a correlation with lithium, man. <laughs> it's poisoning us. Dude, yeah. It's poisoning our minds to think that there's a lot of lithium, crime. Lithium lithium oh, yeah. makes you more criminal. They're case solved. <sighs> no, but it's the perception of criminality. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Zimbabwe yeah. has the highest perception of their own criminality, and Chile is number two. There. It's lithium. Yeah, we, we should pursue this because route of investigation. Because correlation is always causation. Always. 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 No exceptions. Never an exception. <laughs> so... Coming back to Chile, let's go. Let's Zimbabwe was nice. Let's go back to Chile. So the country's the country's main lithium reserves are chiefly in two places right now. One is the Atacama Salt Flats. You've probably all heard of it, if not even been to it. 
I've been there. I it haven't been looks, there. You haven't been to San Pedro? No. You haven't been to San Pedro? Wow. No. Let's go, Pinguino. Let's go to San Pedro together. That's like one of the He's not invited. The German's not allowed to go. He's going to take the lithium. (laughs) I'm going to stuff my pockets full of lithium. lithium. So what you doing? Nothing? (laughs) What you got there? It's just salt from, you know. Salt and flats. Salt shaker in the kitchen. Is it real salt? Like, is it salt, well, or is it not, actually it's, it's a different not, mineral? It's not, uh, it's not sodium chloride salt that we That's use what in I was the asking. kitchen, but it's, uh, maybe there's part of it Did in Did you there. lick it? No. You didn't lick the salt flats? I don't know. That's probably, it's probably flamingo, flamingo pee in there. I don't know. You oh. did it? Uh, that's the first thing I would do, is I would lick the salt flats. You What's would, it would t- I would. Uh, I yeah. would. Flamingo pee, I'm telling you. I mean, I still want to lick it. Yum. Yeah, yeah. It's probably anyway. pink. So probably go. anyway. So getting back on track. So it's the Atacama Salt Flats. You gotta check it out. It's a beautiful place. And uh, first time I've heard of that, the Maricunga Salt Flats, which are about which are about five hundred kilometers south of the Atacama Salt Flats. I've never heard of this place, but apparently it's uh, a lot check of salt it out flats on Google up Maps, there. And it's it's pretty big. And both of these areas are estimated to hold almost ten million tons of lithium. But it's like a couple that's not all, folks. There are around 50 other salt flats in Chile. Jesus. And with nine of them holding an estimated 3.3 million tons of lithium. So, you Is know, it we got a lot of lithium Is it under the salt flats? Huh? Um, I thought lithium grew in, like, swampy areas. Grew? <laughs> I don't know what it does. Lithium grows in bushes. I don't know no, what it, it does. It, I don't know anything... <laughs> Okay, but like <laughs> minerals exist and like grow over time. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. You're thinking about like swamps, salty things. No, but we're talking about lithium as a metal. So it's, I'm going to get to that. I'm yeah, because I want to say yeah. I know nothing about it. It's a metal, guys. It's, I cannot uh, be the only person who didn't know that was yeah. a metal. I thought it would maybe like, again. Well, so wait, in I, the pills, are you taking, are you eating metal? When you take the pills? Yeah, it's yeah, but then you're also okay. Look, if you want to really want to get really want to nerd out, like every time you eat salt, do I really want to nerd out? Every time Hell you eat salt, yes. you eat a metal because what? salt is sodium chloride, and sodium is also a metal. It's an alkaline metal, same as lithium. Which you blow my fucking mind metal. right now. Is yeah. it is it very clear that I was definitely an artsy literature person growing up? Not a chemistry major. Not a chem- no, dude, I barely passed. Ke- I actually got a C in chemistry. Yeah. It's not that bad. But it's confusing because like if you if you think about Chilean law, it's um, <gasps> Oh my god, okay. Pinguino is showing me. No, keep talking. Pinguino is just showing me that he's showing me lithium. He's showing you lithium. Showing I me wish lithium. Somebody would show me lithium. Here you go. I'll show it to you. Oh, that's lithium. Look how cute. So cute. So yeah. No, uh, actually it, it's funny because in Chilean legislation, um, because it, when we're talking about mining here in Chile, we talk about copper and everything else. And then you're like, they say copper is a metallic resources and they classify lithium. Yeah, as I a knew me- copper was a, like a metal. Yeah, yeah. But then they classify lithium as a non-metallic resource, which I'm just like, my inner nerd was like raging. It's like, oh, why do you classify this? As a, it's a metal it's not the same. Probably actually, has something to do with like what you are allowed to mine and how you're allowed to mine it in Chile. Yeah, yeah, it has some. Actually, I'm going to talk about this in, in the next part. Hashtag lawyer fiance. Yeah, hashtag who stay, works in mining. Stay tuned, but yeah, no, but actually, lithium is 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 um is soft. It's a soft metal. <gasps> That's 
so cute. Actually, okay, little sidebar some... because we don't ever do sidebars here. Like I remember, I was in chemistry class, and my my chemistry teacher he was a little mad, and he showed us. How old was he? Was he old? Was, yeah. He oh, so old. he survived the war. No, not that. He old. saw some shit. Yeah, but he like had his little pinky finger missing because he had like. His he saw the war. Internet. See, he lost his pinky in the war. It's a pinky in the war. He was never the same after that. <laughs> so, but um, he showed us like he actually. Put, I think he filled up a glass of water and he took a tiny little slither of uh, lithium that he. Had. I think it was lithium or so. It doesn't matter. They have both because they're highly reactive with water. Huh? They were stealing it already. <sighs> See, Germany already was <laughs> taking our lithium. Classroom, come on. So, like, it, they that's have how he lost his pinky. <laughs> Yeah, rumors are. So they have this chemical, they have this highly chemical reaction with water. So you put this little slither of lithium or sodium in the water and it was like, like having this really like borat, strong... Like Borat, or yeah, not Borat. Borat, yeah. <laughs> very nice, yes, very nice. Borax, no. you mean. Sulfur, what? Yes, Borax. Borax. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, America. <laughs> Guys, I promise I'm not stupid. This is just not chemistry is just not where my stuff lies. Yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm it, in the political it's, it's, literature it's area. It's fizzly. It has like this this thing. It's, it's soft and malleable. I don't even know. I'm sounds like a really this. really great way to make some cool cocktails. No, it's not because it's highly basic, and I don't mean basic bitch like as an alkaline. You know, it like, sounds you, even you, better. You, I love me some basic like cocktails. You, you Give me a lemon drop every day. Like you can't touch it. It's gonna burn your skin off. That's what happens. That's, oh, yeah, it's not. It's not. It there are. I'm sure there are people out there who would really get into that. Probably, but none of people that I'm friends with. So there. Um, where were we at? So yes. So right now. Coming back to lithium in Chile, there are currently only two companies that have a license for lithium extraction in Chile because also in Chile, yeah, li lithium is a non, how do you say, non concealable. Like you need a special permit. Yeah, well, you need to... a special permit for everything right now yeah, in Chile. I, yeah, I never, I never actually, I want to look into that for next time because I never really got the difference because because there are, let's say, non concessionable. I don't think it's. Want me to call Mao and ask? Huh? Want me to call Mao and ask? Yeah, but what's the English word? Like, you need a concession. So you, for some, you need a license. He probably knows. For others, you don't need a license. Even though I can't, like, I can't even imagine for other, let's say, coal, whatever. Let's say that does you don't need a license for that or not the same kind of license. I mean, you can't just go there and set up shop, right? I mean, you probably also need to ask the government, can I do this? No, you definitely, in Chile, in order to mine, you have to, like, apply for a permit to explore. We talked about this when we talked about copper. Copper. We did? Yeah, or I did because yeah, that did. was my my topic. Yeah, you have to like go to the government and be like, mm. I want these quadrants of yeah, land, yeah, yeah. and I want to explore oh, this yeah. land, yeah. and then you can decide whether you want to mine it or not. Yeah, but I think copper is also like you need a license for that. But th the fact that they make this distinction between you need certain for certain raw materials, you need a license, and for others you don't. I'm just like, okay, what about? For the ones that you don't need a license for, how does that work? But because you just go, you can't just go to set up shop. What I think, I feel like Mao told me this once, but the only reason there's a difference is they just haven't set up the rights yet. Like they haven't put the system in place of how they're the rights are going to work. Mm. Because Actually, copper does does what it does is because of the fact that we've been mining it for so long, and so we already know sort of how to operate that and we know what companies are interested we also have our own copper mines that the our own as like chilean owned mm -hmm. copper mines yeah. so everything with lithium has to because of the way that 
the civil law works has to be built from the ground up of processes. Yeah, yeah, you can't true. just transfer over like laws here. It's, it's considered a strategic resource, but I'm going to get a bit more into it for the next one. Actually, I might hit up Mao to help me a little bit yeah, with that, with sure clearing up a few things, but it, it's really interesting. Just put, just put my fiance and speakerphone right so, here on the podcast. No, I'm going to do prep work. <laughs> so, um, as I said, there are only currently two companies that have a license for the lithium extraction right now in Chile. One would be the Chilean mining giant SQM, Sokimich. Uh-huh. You've probably heard of. The other one is the U.S. company, and you got to help me with the pronunciation here because I think it's called... It's, El- its name is Elon Musk. No, actually, curiously enough, it's not not yet anyway. He does the have investments is, here, though. It, yeah, a lot well, of them. Where doesn't he have investment? No, the, no, the company's name is called uh, Albemarle. El- 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 it's A L B E M A R L E. If I turn this around, you're not going to find it. Okay, spell A- it in. A L B E M A R L E. Albemarle, I guess. Albemarle. Yeah. Albemarle. 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 I'll be damned. Albemarle. Yeah, it's it's a weird. I have no name. idea. It's a weird name. Anyway. Probably people are screaming at me like, "How do you not know this?" I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pronounced LB Marley. LB Marley. What should it be from Arkansas? So anyway, so so both of these both of these companies they're currently only operating in the Atacama Salt Flats, which has by far the largest yeah. deposits. But right now, all eyes are a little bit on the Maricunga Salt Flats, especially the state's eyes. I'm gonna get into that a little bit <laughs> later over the next time. It's so pretty. Yeah, because like it's becoming more interesting now, and kind of like the the the, the Atacama Salt Flats. It's like. It's just I'll be Marl and SQM. I'll be Marla. Like, I'll be Marla. And, <laughs> and SQM, they basically, they just dominate up there. So people were just like, okay, the other company's kind of like, we kind of want a piece of the pie, but it looks like that piece of the pie is taken. So we need to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, both SQM and I'll be Marla. They're, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be Marla. It sounds a bit Swedish. He says, I'll be Marley. You know? <laughs> so, like, they're, they're private companies, but um, the Chilean state is still making out like a bandit here because Good. both companies, they have to apply for a special license to mine lithium, as we just said. They have to pay up to 40% of their sales in royalties as well as, as well as special contributions for research and development Good. of around $10 million per year and also they have to make contributions to local communities good so you can figure that for this to be worth it like lithium must make them a lot of money big time and money. Uh, it does it does because yep. just to give you an idea the price for the compound lithium carbonate have has gone up more than fourfold since 2021 like fourfold in seven years ago seven years wait no just, just keep going yeah, oh. Only the gringos got that reference. Oh, I guess so. And the price for lithium hydroxide almost threefold. So, and some sources that I actually read, they were even speaking about of a five hundred percent increase uh, in the price of lithium, like within like a year, which is cray cray. You don't really see this Man, anywhere else. Numbers. Yeah, let's let that sink in. So, in the it's big numbers. No, no, no. I got it. I just was thinking sink in north underwater. I was trying to think of a joke. Okay, good. No, I mean, no. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> so in the third quarter, another example here, in the third quarter of 2022, uh, SQM's profits grew by 900, 937%. That's a big number. Tenfold. Like, in the third quarter. Jesus. Like, they made a lot of money there. So, and 
why is lithium so expensive? Because it looks like everybody wants Chilean lithium. So that Chuck Chilean Sh- lithium. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer, you may have heard of him. You know that majority leader of the U.N. Senate, the, the Democrat, yeah, yeah, that, that, guy. that dude. So he related to Amy Schumer. Is he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's a fun fact of the podcast. People who with the same last names are always related. Yeah, Mr. Smith. So, um, so he actually he proposed uh, to put an end to the double taxation between the U.S. and Chile, which would be great for all y'all. All oh, y'all. Uh, and one of the main reasons that he cited to do so was that I, I I don't know if it's a quote, but I'm gonna say it's a quote that U.S. companies could get their hands on Chilean lithium more easily. That was one of the main reasons he was just like, we need to stop this double taxation because. I poured some Coca-Cola, guys. That's what you're hearing. Right. So, yeah, one of the main reasons was just like, okay, the U.S. companies need to get their hand on this chili and lithium bonanza. And just the other I already week, took actually, our blueberries. The, the, what? Blueberries don't power cars. I know, but they take a lot of our blueberries, too. Yeah. It would be awesome yeah. if we had a blueberry yeah. powered oh car. Oh, my God. What if we had a blueberry powered car that's shaped like a blueberry? That that be okay. We're not on drugs. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ben, 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 we ben, took ben, 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 ben. <laughs> we took lithium before this episode. I took blueberries. Would, I don't know about you. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. I had a lithium. blueberry lithium milkshake before this whole Let's thing all started. Let's take lithium before the episode. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. Weirdos probably staring at each other. So the other week. Um, Actually, the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, he visited Chile as part of his South America tour. He'd do anything to talk about Germany. God. Like, that was my little... Lithium. Lithium. So, yeah, you got to cut this together. So, so just the other week, the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, he visited Chile as a part of his South America tour. And he had his eyes mainly on Chile's green hydrogen and lithium. And also, green hydrogen is something that we... it's not the first time I say this. I think I really want to do an episode on green hydrogen. It's on our list. I think it's we will. But lithium. Some even say that lithium might be the future copper in terms of Makes exports sense. for exports for the country. Makes but sense. you know, all in its time. I mean, for now, just if we just talk about quantity, the market for copper is about seventy times bigger than lithium. Like you can't even compare this. But and that actually kind of blew me away. Lithium, while lithium production is, you know, only a fraction of what copper copper is producing and exporting, in 2022, uh, SQM and um, Albi Marley, <laughs> Albemarle, Albemarle, they actually paid. Listen to this. They actually paid the Chilean state more than double of what Codelco contributed. Jesus, that's a lot, guys. So yeah, it's like listen to in our terms copper of episode. quantity, not that much, but in terms of like monies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I honestly like. I'm I had so to, ex- I had to read this like three this times. This is both like, terrifying and exciting. Like, can you imagine mm-hmm. actually actually having good schools? That'd be great. Don't be ridiculous. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Pinguino looked up to the sky yeah. thoughtfully. So I guess then Chile is the new Wakanda, right? Like we're gonna be filled. Okay, rich. calm down. We're gonna have you happy. We're gonna sell lithium all over the world at horrendous prices, and everybody's gonna have drive Teslas here, right? You know that's gonna happen, right? No. No, it's not gonna happen Are you because. Superhero based on the Condor. Oh, that's Black Condor. That's. Oh, I, I thought Condorito's not a superhero. 
not like an anti-hero and all. He's a weird man. Man. Bert, Bert, man. So, no, of course, because there are still a couple of problems, more than a couple of problems with the whole um, thing. Let's start with, like, environmental problems. Oh, yeah, brine, which sounds delicious and makes you think of pickles, but not in this case. Well, it makes me think of Brian, Life of Brian. Why did you bring that up? Now I'm sad. Why? Because I, you know... You gotta look at the bright side of life. Yeah. Also, like, I tried to get a lot of people called Brian's. You know, to, to make friends with me so I can get the lithium. This is how it works. No. So. There's so many, such, so, it, it produces so many wasteful brine-yins. <laughs> brine-yins. Brines just pop so, up everywhere when you use lithium. So, as it is the case with, Some white every, dude. with every extractive process of a mineral, like, the environment is, of course, taking a hit. Yeah. You know? And uh, even though, if the state agency in Vestile is to be believed... Chilean silicium industry has actually the lowest carbon footprint of all countries, followed by Argentina and then way further down third place is Australia, which remember is the biggest lithium producer in the world. Um, or lithium producer or lithium miner, mine, mine, lithium extractor? Well, that's the same in this context. I mean, you produce it when you extract it. We're talking about processing. That's a different thing. No, I was, you said, okay, so when I meant producing, I meant like, they have the most amount of lithium. Yeah, but that's not producing. That's just having the, the deposits. Yeah, that's okay. You okay, produce, you clarified. Like, Thank but, you. Yeah. So, so um, Australia's carbon footprint in the whole production process, in the whole extraction process, is about four times as big as Chile's, mm-hmm. for example. But I think this has mostly to do with how the lithium is being how? mined. How? How? The lithium is being mined because there are actually two kinds of lithium deposits. Also something that I did not know. One thing is pegmatite, which I also had to look that up. It's a kind of a rock. It's like these rocks that are like shiny, crystalline, have like all these things that you break open and you have like oh, these. Oh, like, like geminite. Yeah, I think that's like the, 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 the category over that is right like pegmatite. when you're like yeah 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 okay so like it's like crystalline rocks it's so, really ugly on the outside and you crack it open and it's all pretty and diamondy and stuff like a lot of people that i know so yeah you break open someone their insides, <laughs> their insides are so shiny and diamondy <laughs> so disappointing <laughs> so you got the pegmatites and then you have the brine as you just said the like Bryans. those are those are the brine so those are the two kind of um let's say lithium deposits and two different processes of getting lithium. So Australia has mostly pegmatite deposits, which basically have to be mined like any other mineable material, you know, which means that you got to dig a hole with huge diesel fuel machines, break off rocks with the desired material in there, also using big old diesel fuel machines. Irony of using diesel fueled machines to mine lithium. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. And then you gotta like smush these rocks even further down and process this whole thing in the chemical plants, which use just copious amounts of sulfuric acid. And you can't use that, Brian, to pickle things. You can, use as it. I've been told. Darn it, Brian! I mean, you can use it, but you can't eat it after that. So, <laughs> so that will be Australia, Straya, Straya. Right? It will be Straya, mate. So Chile, as well as Bolivia and Argentina, because they share the same geography. How, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> thieves how dare like you on the other hand they do have these they have salt flats like deposits are on the salt flats so this means that the lithium that is contained in is contained in the groundwater below the salt flats so in order to get to the lithium compounds they 
quote unquote just need to pump up the water from the ground. Oh yeah, that's that's what we have to spare water. Storage. Well, it's it's not sweet water. I mean, but they. Have you mean to... it's not? Not we don't say sweet water in English. Fresh water. Fresh water. Ah, uh, why okay. was that just not there? Wow. <laughs> okay. So. Agua uh, freca. Bethany just corrected me, and it took her a while to get to oh that point. It's not sweet water. It's fresh water. Fresh water. Jesus. Learning. That's, that's the second time you taught me something I didn't know. Today. I am an English teacher. Yeah, you definitely are. So, Though I could not remember the word fresh water to save my fucking life. <laughs> so, um, in order to get to the lithium compounds, they need to pump up that little water. But it's not fresh salt. water. It's not fresh water. However, in the whole process, they still use a lot of fresh water. Like, that's still part of this whole thing. But that's a different problem. Um, yeah. So what they do is, like, they they pump up the water from below the ground. They huh, the and they jam. store it in these huge evaporation pools that you see all over the salt flat. Apparently, you can see them from space. That's what I've heard. You know what? That's a myth. No, that, I actually that's, don't that's know. That's the Great Wall of China. But. Yeah. So, and then basically what they do, they put the water in these vats on these, these little pools. And they let the scorching sun of the Atacama Desert do the rest of... Oh, that's why it's so green. Evaporating, ninety-five percent of the water. Exactly because they use they have the they have the um, they have the sun. The, yeah, they have the sun. They have the advantage, which is slow. It's a slow process, which gives them a competitive disadvantage, which I'm going to get into a little bit more next time. But it makes the process a lot greener if you can talk about this process being green at all. But it's not as bad as it could be, so to speak. So, um, so then what's left is basically just like the salts. And those salts are being shipped to the processing plant to get the lithium or whatever compound is needed. And so there's a lot less heavy machinery involved than, for example, in the case of Australia, who has like these mines. You Australia. Know, so it's uh, Australia. So. But um, there's another ecolo significant ecological impact in that this extraction process literally drains the desert of its groundwater. So for reference you need about 1.9 million liters of water to get one ton of lithium. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Now, actually... That's a lot of water. Right now, the two companies mining lithium, SQM and LB Marley... LB Marley. They're pumping up 63 billion liters of water each year. Jesus. That would be 2,000 liters per second. And then add to that, as I just said, like the, the industry uses quite a bit of fresh water in the processes as well. So and you might say, but Lenny, you know, it's the desert. It, it's, it's dead. There's no need I would for never water. say that. Maybe not you, but like people who are, you know, people as... who need to drink things. Yeah. So, you know, you're Humans. wrong, sir. Like there is like it, it's not visible to the naked eye, but they're like the salt flats actually have an extremely fragile ecosystem. Yeah, and we have a lot of really, like, unique flora and fauna in Chile that is super important for, like, like literally, like, saving people's lives, like, cancer research and all sorts yeah. of things like that. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case in the salt flats. Yeah, I don't know about the salt flats in particular, but yeah. we do have a lot of at-risk flora and fauna because of, which the Dominga project was officially right. squashed, yeah. too. So, I'll give you an example how this affects, like, the... Um, the, the, the ecosystem of the Atacama salt flats is like, so the groundwater contains a bunch of microbes and these microbes are food for plankton and little crustaceans. Aww. And then the plankton and the crustaceans are in turn food for the famous flamingo population in the Atacama Aww. salt flat. So they feed on that I one. So love... therefore they are depriving the flamingos of their 
food source. And they got to dance for us because, man, they those competitive dance. flamingo dancers. And then also, of course, there is the... <laughs> I crack oh, myself up. And then also, like, there's also the danger of uh, leaks and spills in these sure. highly concentrated brines that could spill over that might actually further, further impact and damage the ecosystem. Did you just say Furer? Furer. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I you, heard you. you need to calm I heard down. you. You, you said Furer. So, and on top of that, like, that's the ecological side of the sure. problem, but there's also a social side of the problem because there are people living there that have actually subsided on farming yeah. for millennia in this harsh environment. I have no idea how they do that <laughs> up there. I read one time, but I forgot what they farm, and it made sense. Maybe it's tunas. They farmed salt. <laughs> so, so and they depend, <laughs> they depend on the groundwater to grow the crops. Tunas, though apparently the groundwater, which is, is the prickly pears. The prickly pears. The prickly pe- is it called prickly pears in English? Yeah. No, that's why I was being specific. Yeah. Prickly oh, pears, yeah. which is the fruit from, from cacti. Cacti, cacti. Cactuses. Yeah. They grow uh, the algarrobo, which also is a tree that can withstand very harsh environments. Harsh. Harsh. But like, I, I still, I, 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 th- I thought like the groundwater is like salty. So I have no idea. Good, but apparently it works. So point is. They need that shit. So it becomes like it becomes very evident for the people that lives there that like, okay, the rivers are running dry and I don't have enough water to just feed my livestock. So uh, we got a problem. Oh, yeah. You might have like llamas and alpacas and shit up there, too. Like cows or whatever. And they need to drink. And apparently they drink that brine. So um, not for me to question. Point is they need that water. Yeah, they they exist. It's being drained of the water. The water's being drained and water. And to this, that of course, like we're talking about um, that these most of these, de- or many of these deposits are on the lands of indigenous people who yep. ascribe social, cultural, religious, spiritual significance to these, uh, to these, um, to this land. And they don't want to see it, you know, sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Literally. And if that wasn't enough, we're talking about the Atacama Desert. And the Atacama Desert is like where most of the copper production is at. So, you know, it's not like everything was great before the lithium boom began. And that also has like this macabre side effect that uh, it doesn't get the same attention as like, for example, Patagonia. Like, um, you remember this whole thing, Patagonia sin represas? Patagonia without, uh, what's this, represas? Like uh, dams. dams. Like they wanted to construct water... Uh, how do you say hydro how, power, hydroelectric power plants? Yeah, exactly. Hydroelectric power plants in Patagonia, and they were like, "Look at this lush nature. We cannot sacrifice." Oh which, my you god! Know, fair enough, but they were like, "We cannot have this here." When this happens in Patagonia, which Patagonia is gorgeous, you know, like everybody's like up in arms, like, "No, no, no we cannot destroy nature here." Like, but people look at the Atacama Desert. It was like, "What nature? There's nothing there." Yeah, you know, and also the mining industry has been there for like decades, like. <laughs> centuries yeah. already yeah, yeah. so they go like well you know what's one more like yeah. it's already screwed up so you got this whole thing about people thinking there's really no ecosystem to speak of up there and also like it's already fucked so like you don't get the you don't get the pushback right, you right. don't get the pushback for these things so that's kind of it's kind of sad you know definitely and there have been ideas on how to mitigate this damage ranging from like re-injecting the like uh, desalinated water back into the ground which apparently is from what I've read is kind of harebrained because it doesn't contain these microbes anymore. There's still a lot of like research going on on desalinization. I'm, I have a student who works in desalinization, but it's like a very early like re- like you can do it. It's just yeah, right. But the point like, is like you want you want the salt in there. 
Yeah. Because you want to keep that little microbe life, micro party going down there. And apparently if you re-inject the desalinator or treat it seawater, it's not the same thing. No, but if you desalinate the water, you could take that water and give it – and it's now like fresh water, right? Yeah. And then you could use yeah. that for the the livestock and all that shit. Okay, yeah, but that's one thing. But you also need to like re-inject this whole – do not break down the ecosystem of this whole thing. And I think for that, the water needs to be in Those its original Those little crustaceans state, need to be okay. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. No one cares about the crustaceans. No, nobody things. cares about poor little crab. Snap, snap. So like they tried out – like that was an idea. Another idea was using a – what's it? They called it a mem- membrane-based technologies to basically just get the lithium out without having to let the water evaporate. Because remember, that's what they do. Right. It's like they don't desalinate the water. They let the water evaporate. So that's gone. So then they were like, okay, let's just get water from the sea and then let's re-inject it. And it's like, no, this is it's a different thing. It's a different type of yeah, water. It's, it's kind of like if you get a blood transfusion from somebody who's not your blood type. You know, That's it's a not, good metaphor. Look at you. Yeah, I came off the cuff. So, so they have this membrane technology. You basically just dunk the mem- membrane in there. I think simplify. You dunk the membrane in there and they like, it sucks up all the lithium and you take the membrane out and then you still got the water and you put it back. But it, it's apparently not feasible on an industrial scale yet. It's so, insane. Huh? It's insane. And the membrane. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are dumb. So, you know, I guess like in the end, it really comes down to finding the right balance. Is it the case with most things? Ying because yang. Because like on the way, on the one hand, yes, we want to decarbonize the world. We want to get all carbon footprint down. Mm-hmm. We don't want to die of climate change to do that. <laughs> How'd she die of climate change? We, for, like, to do that, we need lithium, we need battery-powered cars, which is one of many options, by the way. Like, yeah, lithium like, is not the be-all and all. It, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, the... Yeah, but more on that in the next part. More on that but, later, more, to more be continued. Later. Stay tuned. But it's, it's, it's the solution right now. So people say, okay, we need the lithium to make the batteries to stop using fossil fuels. But then on the other hand, it's like, we don't want to fuck up the landscape. We don't want to fuck up these extremely fragile ecosystem and kill all the flamingos you know that's not the idea Uh, killing flamingos are kind of ugly anyway dun 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 i just got gassed i'm just kidding guys gee wow wow pinguino you're a penguin you're not a flamingo okay calm down well it's a cousin so there oh you're talking better about my cousin are they cousins cousin Um, tony i don't think they're related honey they got beaks (laughs) (laughs) it's cousiny enough for me (laughs) okay yeah yeah, so it's it's a question about regulation in a way. So I think it's at some point like the government needs to step up, see, okay, this is how we do it. But it's not just like the government putting its foot down because the government doesn't really know what they're doing either. You know, it's like, okay. So it's, it's kind of like we need a bit more technology, a bit more I feel like we just have so many unknowns about lithium right lithium now. Lithium is a new industry. And that's yeah. also somebody that some, like I read this in an article that, and they were talking about this whole Oh, this whole brouhaha about like founding brouhaha. This, <laughs> brouhaha about founding this national lithium enterprise and they were like look like copper is like an open book like everybody knows the processes mm-hmm. it's 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 time honored everybody yeah, knows which about. is what we were talking about earlier lithium which is like is a new thing yeah like one of what we were talking about earlier like we don't like it might just be a question that chile just doesn't have the legal steps yet in place yeah. for it's, for lithium no, well it's it's defined as a is a no concebible whatever by, by the constitution as far as i know but thing is that the extraction process for lithium is a new thing and right. there is a not lot of especially at this level it. right at this level right because it's new it because before they were like oh we got lithium fine it's like what do we need lithium for nothing for people with bipolar and that's it yeah and they were just you like know? took a little shovel 
Yeah, it was like, like take this. Suck on this. Suck on this. These lithiums. So, um, okay. So, that's what I have for now. And uh, in the next part, I'm going to talk a little bit about Chili's problem with being a bit too slow with this whole thing. Being a bit too (laughs) uncompetitive. And the strategic importance of lithium. And if it's really that strategically important, I think that's also a big question that we should ask. So, I'm looking forward to this research. Talk about what you're going to make synthetic lithium next. Yeah. Go, <laughs> uh, Go fuck us over again. Dude, you laugh. Like, people were like, there is research into sodium batteries. God damn yeah. it, dude. And they're like, I don't think it's, I don't even know. It might be German that I have no idea. But there's like research into sodium batteries that, before you know it, might make lithium obsolete. Or maybe not obsolete, but not, way, not as important as we think it is right now. So Salt that's is thing. life. Hashtag, yes. So that's a little tidbit of what I'm going to be talking about next time. Hot. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay Thank tu- you so much for tuna. listening, everybody. Stay tuna. Eat your tunas. Um, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We for love you. In. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, we, we love that you're listening. If you love us, consider joining the Patreon on one of the tiers that we have. There's a really a lot to do on there and to benefit from. I think I even benefit from some of the like tip sheets you have going back over a year of just like different kinds of yeah, things yeah. that we give we give just the tip about like for example the super bowl is this sunday we have an entire tip sheet on where you can watch international games you know a lot of people are kind of scrambling to find that we have all that information on there plus discount tickets for us plus free stuff all sorts of great stuff like that if you don't want in that stuff and you just want to support us we also accept that as well look at you tooting a horn toot toot tooty toot toot tot so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I had fun. I learned about lithium. Look at you. Yeah, dude, it was actually that was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Aww, that's <laughs> what he said. Okay, uh, oh, so when in doubt, bring go out. Bye. The Chile Today podcast is hosted by Leonard Kluge and Bethany Francis and produced by Diego Pinguino Rivera. For more information on the news topics you heard today, check out chiletoday.cl.